and welcome to this week's episode of Sorry You're In My Seat, a weekly podcast that unites two best friends on a quest to find the greatest movies of all time. My name is Aaron and each week I have the pleasure of talking movies and films with my best buddy James. Hello there. This week's no exception as we finish the holy trinity of Nick Cage, 90s action star Nick Cage, having looked at The Rock, Face Off and of course, now it's time for Connor. Can we just marvel at the fact that you and I watched a film today with the 90s biggest a-lister. Mm. People nowadays, Nicholas, and we say this all the time, Nicholas Cage is a bit of a joke now because he overacts. <clears throat> it's his style of acting. He's always acting like he's on stage and he's acting for the, the person in the, the shitty seats. We've always said that's why he over, uh, over-enunciates. He's big with his movements. He won an Oscar mm. <laughs> because of this style of acting in a great film called Even Las Vegas. Um, Oh my God, it's weird that he's a joke now. It's it's 30 years later. He, he was the number one. Wait, there's a reason why these are Holy Trinity films. They said he redefined the action genre. It's easy to look back on these films and laugh, but that's not what we're doing. We've had fun going back to The Rock. A Rock, a film that you know off by heart. Mm. We looked at Face Off, a film I know off by heart. Conair, the bitch cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna go straight out of there and say I think it's the I think it's the lesser of the three. It is, but but weirdly, there's something that we're gonna talk about as well. But there's no half measures. Nowadays, this sort of film would have, like, a B-list cast. Mm. When you look at the cast of this, they were all pretty much massive. They're Steve Buscemi, Ving Ream. Ving Ream was had a career 30 years ago. Fucking <laughs> um, Cyrus of Irish, John Malkovich, yeah. the, John Cusack, Colin Malone, you know, from Star Trek. He <laughs> had a, such a big cast. The music as well, fucking outlasted the film. Don't like Leanne Rimes' song, famous for this, How Do I? Oh, my God. Yeah, I've done, is she the recorded version of this? I think so. Yeah. Is she? I thought I thought it was her song, but it was yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. It, it's a weird movie, isn't it? And I'm, I'm looking forward to taking it under the microscope this week and doing a deep dive, looking at the film as we've done with Face Off and The Rock from start to finish, key scenes, set pieces, bits that make us laugh, memorable moments of the whole film, outlandish performances throughout. Whereas The Rock in and Face Off, to a degree, play, it walked on a line of you know, fiction in a in a reality kind of environment, at least Conair knew what it was from yes. the start. I think Conair and everyone attached to it knew that this was a action movie, <laughs> re- you know, released in that blockbuster time, July 1997, three weeks before Face Off was released. That's crazy. Yeah, Nick Cage on fire at this point, as you said, already winning his Oscar, being known from his, his weird <clears throat> and wonderful comedic, dramatic performances that he'd done out of the 80s into the 90s, redefined himself as an action star and then redefined himself once again to the straight-to-DVD star that he is. <laughs> but no one can deny one of the hardest-working men in Hollywood, one of the people that loves movies, loves films, will keep bringing out films and telling stories and creating characters, some great, some amazing, some, yeah, you know, straight to the bargain bin. But I, th- I think one of the reasons I genuinely, he, he gets me or I get him, it's like, I reckon if he got paid in peanuts, he'd still make a movie. I don't think he's in it for the pay. He doesn't mm. want to go down as Daniel Day-Lewis. He doesn't want to go down to winning the most Oscars. He just loves films mm. and wants to make as many as humanly possible. Yeah. And he's also bought into himself. He's kind of like self-mocking with some of the performances he, he gets. But do you know what? My love for him has not dissipated. He's still one of my favourite driving things. Well, Nicolas Cage is going to be in Mandy. I'm watching Mandy, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's only also, there are film roles that are specifically written for him. Mm. And you don't get that, that. Nowadays, you can interchange. I mean, look at, we talk about Superman and that type of thing. You know, we like they got him, they got him back. Because anyone could kind of sometimes 
sometimes fit into that role. But a Nicolas Cage film, written for Nicolas Cage specifically, you're not giving that to John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> so, Before anyone comes out of him, he's like, oh, you're too harsh, Nick Cage is a legend. You know, watch Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget that movie. <laughs> They're not all winners, but you're right. I mean, Mandy in recent times, you know, um, unbore- uh, unbearable weight of... Oh, it, it, something talent, isn't it? Yeah, I wish I always fucked that title up. Did you see it? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I love it yeah. As well. I'm on a real Pedro Pascal high, obviously as well. Like you and the rest of the US, yeah. mate. Have you seen The Last of Us? I'm. Not, I don't know if I'm going to. I haven't finished the game. I never had a PlayStation Three and mm. a PlayStation Four, and I bought it. And I'm not saying I don't like it, but the first twenty minutes didn't get me. And you know when you hype something up. Mm. It's been hyped up so much. I'm I'm nervous that it won't live up to it. So I don't, I've never actually really played it. No, the the game is the game is everything. The game is everything you've been led to believe. And and once again, Franken Uncharted for paving the way. That that <laughs> naughty dog, which is the film studio, yeah, you know, which kind of uh, yeah, the game studio yeah. that kind of redefined that uh, open that that first player. Uh, what I don't know about gaming terminology, but it kind of redefined how you play a game, didn't it? And then the Tomb Raider was kind of like brought that technology in and the, the Lara Croft origin stuff. And Last of Us is very much the same ilk. You know, it's it's character and story driven cinema gaming, yeah. which is brilliant. And it does, it, it does pay off. And then the second one is brutal. And, the, and, and I think that's why I don't want to watch it because I know where it's going. <laughs> I know what's, I know what could potentially happen in the um, first episode of season two and I'm not ready for it. You're not ready for it, mate. Yeah. Um, it's on the list. I want to play the game first. Weirdly, I was going to ask you this. I know if you download the episode, thank you. We will get to, uh, we'll get to Con Air. Con Air's coming. <laughs> but, you know, what? this is us, you know, just getting sidetracked. <laughs> I was thinking about something the other day and I thought, do you know what, I'm going to ask James. Ooh. I'm going to ask James. I see you as a man of advice. Oh, no. <laughs> should I bother going back to Walking Dead? You should. Now, I quit when Negan came into it. I quit just before that because I always like to think of myself as a bit of a trendsetter mm. and I realised that that was going to die out long before... I, what Walking Dead, remember, did brilliantly. I thought he always used to do his antagonists brilliant. Mm. And I'm talking about the governor. I loved the governor. And then I, when he, that episode, I believe it's in series three, kind of petered out. I was like, oh, they've ruined something great. They brought him back. They were in a prison. They were in a tank and they fucked it royally up. And I remember mm. thinking, oh my God, so much of this season had happened, but weirdly nothing had happened. It gave me vibes of 24. It's like, how are they going to do this? So I kind of let it die there. I like Henry Dean Morgan. I like this character of Negan. I like the story of what I've heard of this ultimate villain who obviously went to kill two big characters. That, and I remember people being annoyed. But that's but back in the day, that's what used to happen. Mm. 24, you know, ends with Jack Bauer cradling his dead wife. Season I think one. it was the brutality of the oh, murders. Perhaps. I think you should. Because if you do, I would be interested to go on that journey with you because mm. there's so much I haven't seen. And for a series to go on for as long as it could, it's going to have something. It must have... And I did hear the series got better. They brought some characters back. I don't know. Is it finished now? Yeah. yeah did Andrew done. Lincoln come back? No, he's got his spin-off. So oh, he, okay. Apparently, spoilers, he is in the end scene of the last one, but Boss. not as his own journey. It's a, it's a gateway to his... Uh, him and um, uh, Michonne have got their I own... I love Michonne. Yeah, they've, got, they've got their own spin-off. And they're on a different... They're, they're separated. I don't know because I haven't seen it, but they, they're separated and... Apparently they're getting, I think, free. It could be free ninety-minute feature-length oh, specials. This, yeah. But it's all about. I mean, he created Daryl's career, and actually, if you think about it, character-wise, the character of Carol, who mm. started off as an abused woman, blossoming, coming into like basically a 
fucking vigilante. Vigilante kicks ass. Ripley style. Yeah. Yeah. I was going for Sarah Connor. She's mm. my head. It was like. Oh, and you, sorry, you, you mean more Norman Reedus as well? When you went Daryl's career, I was like Daryl. Like, oh yeah. I, yeah. It, Norman Reedus. Yeah. yeah. He went on to star in. Oh, he was. In, he was in Boondock Saints. One was, and two. Well, he was in the second one. I've, he was I mean, in Blade Two. Yep. Yeah, can't win them all. <laughs> Everyone's got Blade Two. <laughs> um, yeah. He was also in that. He was also in the remake. Do you remember, I never understood this when he goes to the games. They had a perfect game in Silent Hills. Remember when they were going to remake yeah, that? Yeah. And then they cancelled it. And mm. so he just jumped ship to create whatever that other game mm. was, which was just a walking simulator. No, yeah. Yeah, you have rewatched Walking Dead. I Don't think, watch yeah. the spin off Fear of the Walking Dead because I've heard that's dog poop. I, I think I might. I might do it where I don't bring the household into it. I might do yes. it, you know, where I've got a day to myself or an think? evening and I'll binge a couple of episodes. And wanna... luckily, it probably is the kind of show I reckon where if I need to go quickly, just make a brew or empty the dishwasher, I could probably leave the episodes running because it is quite samey after it a while, is, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a season two defender as well. I actually quite like season I two. I found out something this this week or last week. The reason season two is set on a farm is because Mad Men from AMC took all the budget. Took all the budget. Yeah. So they were like, no, you're on this farm. For yeah, the you've got no budget. So we're just going to, it's going to be story driven. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. Welcome to season seven of 24. <laughs> <laughs> where nothing is going to happen. Um, I must admit, on, on TV series, have you been watching Happy Valley? Which, when this episode comes out, the last episode will have just played. I didn't even know what the fuck this was. I, was, I didn't know and what the fuck And it's what I'm seeing now. I, I didn't know what the fuck it was. But in mind, the second series was about about eight years ago. Mm. And they waited for the child actor to grow up so they could wow. so they could maintain continuity and release a third series. This is something that the Brits do a lot better than, especially the Americans. We have definitive endings. The Office was only... It was only ever supposed to be two series and Ricky Gervais felt bullied into the third one, doesn't like the third one. But that's what I mean. This one, third series. I'm going to tell you now, mate. It was all there with Broadchurch for amazing. Is it? It is so good. And two weeks ago, I was not bothered by this. Yeah. But Sarah Lancaster, who is brilliant and yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. And for ages ago, where do I know her from? Coronation Street. Mm, Corrie. Yeah. Corrie. It's brilliant. I'll do. It's got one of the best, one of the best um, small screen villains in Tommy Lee Royce. It's such an arsehole. Mm. Evil. It's a phenomenal story. It mm. is so good. It's on iPlayer and it is, it's binge with, and the thing is, I was going to put one episode on. Four episodes later, mate, I was knee deep in the Chinese. <laughs> just like, I just got, <laughs> couldn't take my eyes off the screen. It was so good. It's, da- it's a dangerous place to be is knee deep in the Chinese. Knee deep in some Chinese, man. Yeah. I, I, I watched two seasons, this two series this week uh, that I'm going to talk about next week to yeah. fill out next week's episode. Fair enough. Because we've got nothing. Um, <laughs> And they were both recommendations from yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. So <laughs> sorry one was one the, of them. the Devil's Hour. I'd be interested to know what you think of that. And the Rig. I didn't. Mess that. I didn't. I didn't. For the record, uh, same for next week, James. <laughs> All right, same for next week. I based it right. on one episode. <laughs> Walking Dead. I'm going to go back and I will restart from when Negan comes in, and I will skip Glenn's death. Yeah, because that I I remember watching that. I was away. I was away in Scotland and a really nice. Like break, yeah. a bit of R and R, and it was supposed to be like no no TV, no internet, no none of that kind of thing. Staying in a really nice remote place, and that episode came out, and I was like, oh, I left on a big cliffhanger, and I, yeah. I had already put money on Abraham being one of the victims or the victim at the time. I thought it was just going to be one, and I got about ten minutes into the episodes, and I was like, oh, why am I watching this? It was just so over the top yeah. and unnecessary, um, and and I'm and that's that same thing in a show that which is essentially about. Zombies, people, people, people yeah. being eaten, and there's a lot of shit that happens in that show. That is like you there know. was there were some very good moments early on. Like I believe the preacher gets bitten and he hides it from everyone, but then he gets comeuppance because he gets kidnapped by 
Cannibals. Cannibals. Yeah. And he tells them whilst they're eating, he's like, you've eaten tainted meat? And he loses his shit. And yeah. I, absolutely, there's the small bits that I always thought were really good. And there's a Telltale series of games which were really good on that. Mm. It, one of the times I've cried at a video game at the end of series one. You know what I'm talking about? I Lee, do remember you talking about that you, game. Yeah. I do remember you talking about that game. Um, yeah, so I go back and rewatch that, but mate, you're going to have to wait time for, you're going to have to definitely make time because we're recording on the night where the final episode is coming out. Mm. You're going to want to watch that, trust me. You don't want to get that spoke because he's, he's fucking brilliant. Right, okay. Sarah Lancaster, fuck yes. All right. I'll, straight, I'll give... straight off the TV and into your arts, mate. Well, that's going to be my next, I think, family one. I've started Luther again as well. I've started Luther again purely Impre- because you shared on the Facebook the other day the, the, film the is Yeah, the, the film is coming out. Yeah, the next Luther movie. I don't... I'm, I love Luther. When it first came out, I remember cancelling plans. Everyone's like, it's not going to be that good. I was like, it's going to be the best. Mm. I love Luther. But I feel like the the last few series, boy, did it fall off a cliff. But yeah, I don't I know. know. I, I I defend it. I think I think the two part because it wasn't really a season, was it? It was a two part of that last one or three part or something. But it was once it was one case, yeah. wasn't it? So essentially, it was a film told over yeah. X amount of episodes. I, d- I don't feel like the writing was as strong. Uh, yeah, but the but the thing is, the the highs are so high. They with are Luther. so high. And especially is it like season four when there's a death of a certain character? I mm. genuinely didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. Yeah. It's very rare when TV gets one over on me. Should we talk about Con Air? Oh, mate, so you might as well. I know that you've you've kind of done the deep dive into it. You're going to guide us through it, but I thought I'd just kind of get us off the off the bat. Mm. Um, as I've already said, I think, I think Con Air is my least favourite out of the Holy Trinity. It's still great, and it's still a great slice of 90s action. For me, though, it does go the rock face-off and then... Uh, Connor, I yeah. think I think that's my my order. It was released on the sixth of June, nineteen ninety seven, or the second if you were in uh, America in the states. Directed by Simon West, his first directorial debut. It was, and I'm just going to say this to you: it's a shame because it all went downhill from here. Yeah, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, <laughs> Expendables two. Previous to this, though, he had done Rick Astley's "Never Gonna Give You Up" music video. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, had a budget of 75 million, box office rating 224 million. Um, currently stands with a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. I, and think, I think he's better than that. And 58% of Rotten Tomatoes. I was shocked at that. I thought this would be much higher. Yeah. I thought it was a cool classic, a film that people accepted its cheesiness. I'm going to tell you now, I think what puts off a lot of people is the accent and the hair. The Alabama accent the Alabama and the mullet. The Alabama accent and the mullet. Mm. Although, <laughs> to pull off a mullet, mate... You need to have a bit of hair. If you mm. receded and then also have long hair, it doesn't work. Yeah, and if you're going to prance around in, in a tight vest and tight jeans as well, yes. with that accent, and, and it's Nick Cage. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But I, I love the mullet, mate. It's a business up front, party in the back. Stars I n- like to think that bone of my face off came off, what did you say, like three weeks later? Yeah. There was some sort of contractual dispute about his hair. It's like, no, I've got to have it. <laughs> um, Nick Cage, John Cusack. I like, I like my Cusack, and I like my Cusack 90s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like my Cusack in an indie drama, quirky, yeah. you know, and I like his traits as an actor. I like his sarcastic tone, you know, his blank expression. He's the everyday man. He's the man in all in the movie that you relate to. And he's very good in this because mm. that's kind of his role is to be like, good at his job, but not hard. And of course, he um, is, he's a fascinating actor as well. He's an actor that exposed a lot of challenges that are happening in Hollywood. And a lot of people said, what happened to his career? There was a time when John Cusack dipped out of the mainstream. And yes. It's because he was exposing horrible things that were happening in the industry and he wasn't landing roles. Mm. And so John Cusack, I think he's quite a noble bloke. And he has done some terrible films as well. I mean, We've all done. We've yeah. all got definitely. Yeah, I mean, what was that end of the world one that he did? Was it 2012? I always get mad. You mean that, you mean that amazing film? Oh, is that one? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah did that, that one. one. That one, yeah. Did that one. And then... Yeah. Um, Where the world's ending and he drives to China to save the... That was it, yeah. Yeah, that one, yeah. 1408. 
No, you're on your own. Frozen Ground, he reunited with Nick Cage in that one. Can't win them all. Yeah, I remember getting that on DVD and I was like, this looks good. Nick Cage, John <laughs> Cusack. I, 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 but then I, you saw the year, it was like, oh no, it can't be good. It wasn't good. <laughs> this yeah. is a nice. Um, John Markovich that we talked about, it may be the, the, maybe the, the one role everyone wanted in the 90s. Yes. It, every, everyone stepped up to try and get and the I'd role like of out, Cyrus the Virus. They treat Cyrus the Virus like he is a big deal. Mm. Like, there are shots of him that I know you're reading, I'm reading way too much into Conair, but there's shots where he's above everyone. Yeah. Elevated. Like he's the voice of God. <laughs> Coming down to settle disputes. Yeah, there's there's a. Have you seen this Matt Damon clip that's resurfaced? Where he's talking about John Markovich. I believe I believe I have actually because it's on the Facebook short, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I have. Seen where it, he's, he's, he's like, oh, there's a big buzz because they got Markovich and he and he was flying over to do these scenes and Damon's like producing the film at the same time and uh, Markovich comes in and was like, oh my god, we've got a Markovich and then uh, he, he's saying a load of one and then they say action and he does the worst European yes, like, really- you'll give me the money <laughs> and, and then like, and then when they shout cut, everyone's clapping and Matt Damon's like, the fuck? And then Markovich clocks Damon's expression and go and leans in and goes, don't worry, I'm a shitty actor. <laughs> Which, which is like the most that's the most Some Markovich, Markovich story <laughs> next to in the Connor press junket where they said what brought you to the role and he said money because <laughs> he's never been a fan of this film has he no although he did say he would revisit it he would do the sequel that they keep talking about Conair in Space this film does not need any I don't know man I don't know Conair in Space sorry did you Conair in Space yeah. where else can the franchise go they're on about like reanimated villains in space and, and oh, it, mate, honestly, it's a rabbit hole on the end there if you look into um But Markovich was, he landed he landed the role. Everyone yes. was after the villain in this film. They wanted Gary Oldman. Now I want a word. Well, Gary Oldman was actually a villain on another plane that year. He was with a, with a shitty accent. Yeah. <laughs> in the, um, in, in, I'd like to point out, though, Air Force One is not a good film, but it does have genuinely one of the best one-liners in the history of Get off film. my plane. He's, he's like, get off my plane. It's like the president as an mm. action hero. I genuinely it, think that's actually a good story, however told in a shit way. Yeah. I mean, it, it's weird as well, isn't it, that Con Air in 997 wasn't even the number one aeroplane action movie that year. <laughs> Too many planes, <laughs> Air Force One rinsed it. Yeah. Air Force One was a huge hit. Which I, is odd, li- isn't it? I still like that film. Yeah. I, like, I like Harrison Ford as the leader of the free world. <laughs> I like my Harrison Ford in the 90s as well. Yeah. 90s, yeah. Because his career went a bit weird as well, didn't it? When he started doing like What Lies Beneath and that. I genuinely was going to use them. Or the one where he plays a cop with... Um, Josh Harnett. Josh Harnett, but they're yeah. not cops. They're also realty... Reality it, stars or... Uh, oh, no, they're only realty investors. Like, they're trying to spin houses. Oh, I can't remember. I, it's shit. There was a, there was a <laughs> sequence of, of movies like that with like Eugene Levy and Sam Jackson... <laughs> There was, I don't know exactly what there was. Um, there was uh, edit. Oh, what was the other one? Uh, right, oh, ride along was it? There was Kevin Hart with Ice T. Yeah, Ice-T? there was like a whole plethora of these movies that you know. And there was Fifteen Minutes with De Niro and Ed Burns. There's all these films that came out, and I, they all, they're just a blur to me. They're, you know? they're all just a blur. Nice wasn't as great as we make out, was it? <laughs> no, uh, Steve Buscemi. Yes, I, I still think one of best Steve Buscemi's brilliant best roles as a is a serial killer who targets children. Yeah, <laughs> and um, the true hero of the story. A, yeah, <laughs> a difficult one as well because obviously off the back of Anthony Hopkins' winning Oscar-winning performance, yeah. Steve Buscemi does brilliant to not imitate 
yes. Hannibal Lecter, yeah. which is the hardest thing. And in a film that is so nonsensical and so over the top and everyone's lines are ridiculous, it's weird that the one talking sense is the cannibal child killer. Is, it, you know, it's a great, great point there is actually because it's such a macho plane. It's the yeah. worst of the worst. And another thing, the trailer for this film was brilliant. Mm. Like, it's the worst of the worst, the penitentiary in the sky. But they're all terrified. Like the great scene where they unhook Garland Green. Mm. They're terrified. Like he doesn't, like Ving Reams doesn't want to put his fingers in his mouth in case he chews him. It's yeah. fucking brilliant. Have a little nibble on them, uh, nibble. them flanges. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and certainly I think it definitely went to him getting a role in Armageddon. <laughs> okay. You know, I because he, he, it's, it's very similar, isn't it? Like he kind of gets the. Yeah, loses it. He yeah. loses it towards the end and he's like singing and he's like, oh, you know, it's. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Steve Buscemi in this is the is the shining you know light. What would have been great is at the end of Armageddon. You know when he starts, no more nukes. No more nukes. He starts seeing he's got the whole world in his hand, and you're like, mm. oh my god, it's a shared universe. He just wings. It's Garland Green, but he got away with it. <laughs> Con Air in space, James. Con Air, it writes itself. Danny Trejo. Oh, I don't like. I've actually very. I've I've avoided a lot of Danny Danny Trejo in it, unless I've had to, mm. because it's he's a despicable character. He's a despicable in this. character. It's weird, isn't it, that in a in a film where you have um, serial killers, serial killers there's there's the rapist is looked down <laughs> on, um, and they and I, they do make that very clear. It's like, yeah. oh, to me, you're the difference between you're like a cockroach or that bit of like white that forms in the corner of your mouth when you're really thirsty. It's like, okay, so even the bad guys don't like yeah. this guy. They're all right though with the uh, with the child killer with mm. 38 kills. So he's like, yeah, I really love your work. Yeah, but, but um, <laughs> it's like, no, you with your tattoos. Yeah, draw the line. They're there. just racist. It's <laughs> because <laughs> he was Mexican. Uh, Dave Chappelle. I love Pinball. Pinball is, is the best character in this yes. film, I reckon. He is. He's out way too short. Um, Ving Reams that we've already alluded to. Must and, have been um, nice. And Monica Potter. Uh, I've got loads of notes on that role. Um, she's in it, and then she's in it again. <laughs> she she was hard done by because she's a great actor. She is a great actress. And, she she and, is actually phenomenal. Yeah. But she the two scenes that she appears in. I'm going to tell you now, mate. I go on a bit of a rant here. I fucking hate the Leanne Rhyme song. Mm. Absolutely hate it. Because I think... Because when this film came out, I was in secondary school and this song played as the slow dance at secondary school, you know, disco yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I'd never had a date, mate, because I was fucking unlovable. <laughs> so I always equate to this song, staring at a wall, being sad. And so I equate this song now to Monica Porter because you're right, she's in it for three scenes and two of these scenes, this song won't shut the fuck up yeah. in the background. Yeah, she just doesn't get anything to do. At the end of the movie, she's just like, am I done yet? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a, a look of boredom like, in her face. She doesn't sing at the end of the film, she's like, take your, take your daddy's body. No, mm. rescued it from a sewer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got a dog at home with toys that look fucking better than that. No, don't, don't accept that. And she's like, oh, fucking terrible, mum. It was, um, yeah, the, uh, Jason Isaacs and William Defoe were also auditioned for the role of Cyrus the Virus. Oh, maybe William Defoe, actually. Oh, no, actually, Jason Isaacs might have Jason Isaacs that, uh, apparently left the audition. There's a rumour going around that um, he got a pencil and went into the audition room with the pencil and used it as a prop gun yeah. and, was and you know, used it just to help kind of do the scene. And apparently they're the cameraman, because they film a lot of the audition reels to yeah. them review. Apparently the cameraman went, oh no, do you want just a real one? And pulled a gun out of his trousers. And Jason Isaacs was like, the fuck? Yeah, no. And he just freaked him out apparently and like left. Um, Fucking, yes. <laughs> Mickey Rourke was oh, going to be that. cast. He had it. Um, but he blew the audition when he pulled out a real knife. So it just sounds like it's a really interesting auditioning process for the film, Connor. <laughs> Your first question, have you got any weapons on you? Yes, get out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm fucking Mickey Rourke. Every part of me is a weapon. <laughs> Not at the box office. He's fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That was, um, a, that was the highbrow joke of the thing. <laughs> uh, Cusack and Markovich, as I said, already... Um, 
have gone on quite a few times and quite publicly to say they didn't enjoy the experience. Oh, fuck off. This is the opposite of The Rock. You know, like, like The Rock at least pretends he likes his films. No, actually, it's exactly the same. But they, they punish it. Do you know what? It made you, Cusack, it, was, it must have been a good money earner for you both. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not, it's not your great work, but let's be honest, the film's called Con Air. <laughs> it's not. Mm. You're not going to put this in your Oscar reel. You're not going to get nominated for this. It was a good. It was a good little film. Yeah, stick up for it. I mean, the two the two would reunite a couple of years later to do uh, being John Markovich. Well, okay, with one of the greatest films of all and time. I Id- fucking love being John Markovich. Yeah, the idea being that well, Cusack said that he used it as a stepping stone to get his name on posters. Exactly, and it would greenlight more of his indie projects that he was more passionate about. So he saw it as selling his soul to be able to do what he wanted to do. Markovich just said, "I did it for the money." This is honest it, about it, it. Well, yeah, but then again, this is the thing. You know, I love film. I can't. I do struggle with actors. I, th- I think it's pompous. I think the whole career is no, somewhat I silly. Uh, it's the old sausage metaphor. It's like, eat the sausage, but you don't want to see where sausage comes from. And yeah. It's like, I, I know that the actors sign on for money, but you shouldn't openly admit that and just come out and be but, like, oh, I'm a whore. But then <laughs> but then the other side of that is, oh, I do it for the love. I do it for the craft. I do it for the stage. It's in my bones. It's like, You're yeah, lying. but you wouldn't be doing it for £5.50 an hour, would exactly. you? Do you know what I mean? And, and all these actors that are like, oh, it's just... You know, then get into like the political arguments and start putting videos online about them like preaching some and you're like you're an actor you get paid a shit ton of money to have multiple takes at something with 200 people behind the camera making you look awesome shut up do you know what, like, I do I do think <laughs> I do sometimes like <laughs> it's not like nurses on the front line are like oh god we should, we should not kill that person I'll redo it <laughs> yeah it, but do you know what I mean it's like the people don't get that everyday <clears throat> opportunity that actors get my, my favourite thing to do is do you remember when there was a strike in Hollywood and all the TV series went to like 14 episodes it kind of like killed several series dead where Scrubs went wrong because they never seemed to really recover from that but, but the actors some of the actors didn't stand by them and you're just like they make you they literally give you words like if you're not there you're just an idiot yeah. <laughs> in a suit that's why I've always said pay writers more I think if the world had turned and we lived in an alternative reality where the celebrities were the writers the yeah. films we would get would be so much better yeah agreed you know if they were paid the big bucks you he's like can you imagine that just paying someone for their creativity and their, their originality and their characters that said I imagine the top the top tier do actually mm. get quite a lot of money so Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I'm not, I don't think the the top ones are hard done by, but yeah, I, there's just something about actors when they kind of turn on a movie. Like the moment that their their contract's over with, they're like, oh shit, I didn't want to do it. All right, get the money back then. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because you didn't have a fucking problem taking that, did you? <laughs> yeah, Malkovich, you dick. Yeah, I do like Malkovich though. Because sometimes yeah. when I watch him in interviews, he just he does come across. He's quite funny. He, he, oh no, that was Jeremy Irons. <laughs> That's a different story for another day. Um. Yeah, Cusack and Buscemi's roles were written specifically for them, Good. so they didn't need to interview. Uh, originally, um, the plane was going to land and crash into the White House. That was the original ending. No, no that wouldn't have made for Nick, well, Nick Cage was like, I just love Vegas. Let's just keep keep it in Vegas. I think, Will, Willie's more realistic if it crashes into Vegas. I think they what, also what heard... Happened? Does that mean that at the end they would have kidnapped the president? And think he would have had to... That's how it would have gone. Yeah, I imagine Cyrus would have got out, took the president hostage. Oh, and fuck's sake. Poe would have had to have done it, but um, I actually uh, weirdly wanted to see that. I f- yeah, I think I think there was, there was an actual hotel that was being demolished in Las Vegas that they got the green light to crash a uh, fake plane into, so they changed the ending. <laughs> it was lucky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, and, and to me, you can tell exactly where that rewrite is. The moment where they're nowhere near Las Vegas, and then, and then, then they go, Vegas, "There's yeah. Las Vegas." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
filming uh, went three weeks overdue, causing delays for Face Off. So uh, bastards. Yeah, so Face Off was mullet, delayed. Mate. Both films were then released, as I already said, three weeks apart from each other. It's very um, weird that Nicolas Cage. Did the actors go against themselves in the box office? The Cage is like, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> so. It, sometimes it's just a, it's a, sometimes it's a scheduling thing, isn't it? Nick Cage, these three films he did back to back. I mean, the moment he finished The Rock, he went straight to Alabama to start working on the accent. Um, then he yeah went. Lot lot thought one of When he talked to Sean Connery, obviously on The Rock, and he, he gave him some pointers. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like because I obviously did such a great one in in the Expendables. <laughs> this is what you need to do. It's weird. Sean Connery, obviously, obviously with Christopher Lambert, they must have gone to the same dialect school when they did uh, Highlander. <laughs> they both put loads of effort into that. <laughs> and the thing is, Sean Connery's Scottish. Yeah, I still no. don't believe it. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was a. I like the film as well. It's a, it's a it's a switch. As in the nineties, you got Nick Cage in The Rock. He's the nerd. In this, he is bona fide action superhero. Oh, he is the tits doing all his own stunts. You know, like shringing his mullet. He's that close to the fireballs and explosions. Fucking shirtless man. He's wearing a vest. But don't the action then? Even though it's ridiculous, pays off better than Face Off because you can clearly tell it's not a stunt double. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't randomly turn into a, an Asian fifty fourth. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it, I think it would have also been interesting if Gary Oldman did, um, yeah, did, did take on the role. Yeah, but he didn't want to be he didn't want to be typecast as the guy who takes over planes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basic plot: It's a plane carrying convicts, the worst of the worst, and it's commandeered by the inmates. But the plane also carries Cameron Poe, Nicholas Cage, who sentences up, and he just wants to get home to meet his uh, to meet his, well see, to reunite with his wife and meet his and daughter, meet his daughter yeah. who. Uh, w- his wife was uh, what three months pregnant when he went into the slammer. Yeah, which, which is, I, I'm going to say this, mate. I don't think that child's yours <laughs> because he also mentions a fellow's only been in the scene for a while. So yeah, I know. I thought that when I watched it this week. He's been away. He comes back and she's three months pregnant. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that. I'm fairly certain, mate, that she's been banging another guy. It's a film of big bad bad guys and testosterone, sweaty muscles, tight jeans and vests, of explosions and slow motion running and special effects and set pieces and mullets. John Cusack's Sandals. Yeah. It's yep. a film that uses sweeping cinematography, people walking away from explosions as they're going off, low angle shots with helicopters spinning overhead. It's the it's, blueprint for every Michael Bay movie. I was just going to say, it's Michael Bay's wet dream. He yeah. saw this film and was like, I don't have enough low shots or rotating cameras or helicopters in the background unnecessarily. Mm. <laughs> so it is It is weird, isn't it? That it's a backhanded compliment that people think it's a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. What, what I love about this... No, I'll get into it when it comes onto that scene. Everything in this is loud. The cars, the bullets, the buses, the electric guitar soundtrack. Do you like the soundtrack? No, I hear it. It's, uh, it's so nice. It's... When I was a kid, I think we played this in music class. Like every kid, when it was like t- their turn to play music, they did dum dum. Mm. <laughs> they did this song. I, I, yeah, that, it sticks out. It's, it's too over, like it cuts through too much and it's not a sweeping score. It's a it's a guitar riff. That it, you know, It's a lead guitar solo sound that... It, it's cheese now. It's at the time it may have worked, but unfortunately, I think now it just it, it's cheese. So is either that the electric riff and the dum dums, or it's Leanne Rice? Yeah, and I'm like I'd rather stick with the dum dums. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the nice, isn't it? You got to look at Armageddon. It's like throwing Aerosmith song in. In actual Con Air, the whole Con Air film looks like an Aerosmith music video. <laughs> Um, Connor's got so much to answer for. I know. It's action dialogue. It's your barbecue and it tastes good. It's just a, it's, it's so bad, weird, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> um, the, if action movies are the fast food of cinema, Con Air is what happens when you ask for supersize. 
<laughs> it's a cult classic. But it wasn't even the biggest grossing era playing action movie of 1997, which went to uh, Air Force One. James, we're going to throw over to you, but there's a couple of questions I want to answer in as we go through this. Why did Cameron Poe need to fly home? <laughs> uh, Poe, Cameron, Poe. This is the Cameron thing. Poe. But I'm going to get this mixed up with Star Wars, obviously. Yes. They must... J.J. Abrams must have been like... He's, he fucking loved Conan. I, I, he's got a Conan I, tattoo. Yeah, he's, he's like, you know, I need Poe Dameron to, to... He's the greatest in the sky. Who who could be a ripple? Oh, I know. Cameron Poe. Cameron Poe. It's just, yeah. Um, why does he need to fly home? Every other uh, prison movie, they just let him out the gate with a little bag and there's a taxi waiting. Probably or a bus. Lifting, you know, he's going to lift home. Well, why did it need to land halfway through the movie to pick up more prisoners? I've got an answer for that. I've got an answer for that. Ah. Uh, all right. And also the big thing for me is why at the end of the movie, which we will get to, does the credits roll and all the villains are smiling as if to say they weren't that bad or they're real people. They're just actors. Don't, don't, don't spit on John Markovich if you see him in the street. Has that like weird predator ending. Do you know where they all just kind of like they laugh at the, the camera? camera and like, smile, yeah. like it's a kind of 80s sitcom. <clears throat> Except for uh, Nicholas Cage, who stays... Oh, no, he does smile, because it's the zoom-in it, shot. It's, where, it's the... Well, he's showing his books off. It's the gif <laughs> nowadays, isn't it? So <laughs> gifable this movie. Let's let's go through the film. <clears throat> get your vests ready. Get your mullets out. It's, it's time to go into the deep swamp, mate. <sighs> US Ranger Cameron Poe returns home to his home state of Alabama and reunites with his pregnant wife, Trisha, who's definitely not cheating on him. Do you know that's Powers Booth doing the voiceover? Yeah, he was Powers Booth for now, this yeah. week, yeah. He's got a great cinema voice, hasn't he? He uh, has got a great yeah. cinema voice. Like in Avengers, the first one, he's the voice that's going, lost the nuke. Mm. He's got a great voice. I do. And get ready to hear a song that will bore itself deep into your brain and stay there for years as it nestles, waiting for the right time to strike. We dare not speak its name, but you know it. It's in your head right now. Desperate to come out. Desperate to be hummed. It's consuming you. It owns you now. We are slaves to it. <laughs> Poe drives up to the bar where Trisha is working with his dashing smile, but after only moments of happiness, it is ruined by a drunk man who puts the moves to this army hero's wife right in front of him. When she rebuffs him, the drunk throws money at the US Ranger's face. Alabama, the southern state that is famous for hating army men. <laughs> um, well, once you've been rebuffed by a woman, what do you do next? That's right, you get your two buddies and decide to straight up murder that man. <laughs> Does not take rejection. Bear in mind as well that he's a regular, so he must have been rejected several times. Then he's like, right, murder the man. Then she'll sleep with me. <laughs> it's the quickest way to a woman's heart. <laughs> to stop it. <laughs> um, they bring a knife to a cage fight and in self-defense. <laughs> oh, I love that line. <laughs> that is brilliant. They bring a knife to a cage fight and in self-defense, Poe kills one of the men. Mm. Unfortunately, Poe has the worst legal team since the OJ Simpson prosecutors. And they recommend he plead guilty. <laughs> plead guilty, you get seven years. Very next scene. Eight years minimum. What? Ah, we tried. He pleads guilty and the judge goes mental and gives him seven to ten years. This is Alabama. Poe is a white man. This film makes no sense. <laughs> he, he would have been a war hero. He should have been fine. <laughs> also, he's had the shit kicked out of him. Several witnesses. But he's like, this man's dead. You've I think done it's this. Because, I think it's because the, the, you, you see the shot of... One Wait, of the other takes guys the takes knife. the knife. Takes so the there's knife. no there's no weapon at the crime scene. So it looks like Nick Cage has just straight up killed a man after they got into an altercation. But um yeah, it's just that voiceover that judge is like, you're you're trained to kill. Yeah. You know, it's you're a bad man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's Jack Reacher, is it? You know what I mean? It's like Jack Reacher would literally kill fifty men and, yeah. and then get on the bus and leave. <laughs> As the titles roll, we see, oh, sorry, as the names roll, we see Pete Poe working out and writing letters to his wife. 
she sends him care packages filled with sugary goodness. He uses these sweets to make friends with Babyo, who we later learn is a diabetic, meaning Poe just tried to kill this man. Yeah, anyway, so isn't it? <laughs> but I like this bit. We show Poe's got depth. Yeah. Because of all the shit he learns, why is he in prison? We learn that Trisha gives birth to little Casey, who's definitely his, who also begins to send his fa- send her father letters. Time passes and Poe continues to improve himself, growing out his hair, learning Spanish, and getting fucking hench. He that man jacked. gets hench. We talked about this in the Rock episode and Face Off, is that yeah. this is Nick Cage looked like an action star. Yeah. Moved away from the over-the-top muscles of Schwarzenegger and Stallone. A more more realistic way. The everyday our, man. The, the, every, the, body the everyday hench. The, 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 the body that we look at and think, well, I could if I wanted to, but I don't want to. No, exactly. We choose not to. I don't want to be prison hench. <laughs> prison hench. We uh, learn that Poe is finally leaving prison on July 14th, the same date as Casey's birthday. Mm. It's also what Casey, a bunny rabbit, to give to her as a present. Due to the criminals in prison, I doubt this is something you could buy at the commissary, meaning that this has been smuggled inside the prison through an anus. <laughs> this is a, an anus this, bunny. This is an anus bunny. <laughs> It's also worth noting that Poe has never met his daughter, <laughs> preferring to communicate via letter and not in the prison meeting room, which I do like because you need a reason why she don't know who he is at the end of the film. Yeah. It makes sense though, doesn't it? it does he don't want to he don't want the first time he see his daughter to see him, he's behind bars. Yes. It's quite nice. I think you you know, a, a lot of this apparently was Nicolas Cage. This is Cage in his height when he was also able to go into uh, the writer's room and be like, I think we need to do this. Like, I think this works. I the think whole that's... bunny thing was his idea. This whole opening sequence as well, which is why they overran, was a lot of Nick Cage adding depth to the character, showing that he had remorse, showing that he was a good guy. Because it's hard, you know, it's hard to explain how he ends up on that plane. It is implied as well that um, he was a bit of a hellraiser because after the, the gentleman tried to abscond with his wife he's like she's like no I thought you went to the army to get rid of this guy mm. but he needs this guy later <laughs> what I love about it is there's one of the letters which is from Casey to Poe just says when are you getting home <laughs> just like, like fucking shoving it in his face <laughs> luckily he has a date now so he replies oh it'll be July 40th but if he didn't have a date that's just fucking rude is he ever coming home I'm sorry <laughs> I don't get it I'm a shit dad yeah, also I, I, not your dad <laughs> So, Clearly, um, yeah, I, I like uh, I like this this part of the beginning. I think it sets up because the, the film's not got time after this to show any depth for that character. Yeah, this is it. You ha- you have a very short amount of time to kind of set up who who this guy is. You know that that he's got his head down over that time. There's a bit where he's literally that shows a montage of the prison riot. I was literally going to say, and this. he's like, "No, I'm staying in my bed." And that's one of my favorite bits. Is that is that this is how you show he's a good guy? He doesn't riot. And he doesn't stab anyone at any point, but also gives his sugary goodness to another man. Who's diabetic? Who's diabetic? We don't know that until later. Poe is catching a ride on a plane with several other prisoners who are being transferred to a new Supermax prison. The transfer is being made by US Marshal Vince Larkin. <clears throat> During the flight, the DAA want to put an undercover agent next to a criminal on board and get his confession to a crime. Malloy, a DAA agent, who's basically the caseworker for the gentleman for the undercover agent, wants to arm his agent, but this causes Larkin to lose his nut. No guns on his plane. He then gives us a rundown on the prisoners on board the flight. And I've got to say, a rundown like this is brilliant and only exists in this movie. Like, you'll never be in an office and prisoners are read to you like fucking former world boxing champions. Mm. Here's his record. Billy Bedlam found his wife having an affair, so he killed her. Drove over to a parent's family and killed them. Diamond Dog blew up an NRA meeting and wrote a book in jail. They're talking to Denzel for the movie, which is another reference I didn't get until much later. Mm. Which is like, what are they on about? Because oh, they wanted Denzel to play yeah. the character that reminds me yeah. And finally, the main man. And I do genuinely like this bit of writing. This only exists in the 90s. I've just taken it for Ben because I genuinely think it's one of the best 
descriptions of a bad guy. His name is Cyrus Grissom, a.k.a. Cyrus the Virus. 39 years old, 25 of them spent in our institutions, but he's bettered himself inside, earned two degrees, including his Juris Doctorate. He also killed 11 fellow inmates, incited three riots and escaped twice. Likes to brag, he killed more men than cancer. Did some maths. 11. No. <laughs> Sorry, he's not mate. even the biggest killer on this plane. I was just like, you're not even technically COVID levels. Mm. So, Cyrus the COVID. Others enter the plane, and when we get to Poe, he is dismissed as not a threat. That's your first mistake. Mm. The second, probably putting all these people on one plane. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's like vans don't exist. Where they're going is Alabama. If you listen to it, they're going to Alabama. They're in Alabama. They're going... They're going in the same state. Get a car. Get a bus. Get anything. Con bus. <laughs> well, apparently Con Air, it does exist. The, I right, must, the writers, I must do, yeah. the writers went on the plane with inmates to get inspiration. And, and apparently the guards on and, the plane were just a, like... There was a riot. Yeah, the, 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 the guards <laughs> on the plane were like, how easy is this? Like, it, it's not rocket science. We chain them to a chair. We just don't unchain them. And it's fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but... I, I, I must admit, we watching it. So I watched it twice in the last week or so to prepare for this. To punish and, yourself. To punish myself. And um, I must admit, the, the film does set up nicely. I do like the narration. I do like the voiceover work. I like the introduction of the plane. You know, and Dave Chappelle is the, is the for me, the is, the, is the magnet to all of this so far. Yes. His lines are brilliant. A lot of it apparently ad-libbed. <laughs> yeah, he's like... Oh. I mentioned it later, but he doesn't get his mouth checked because when he opens his mouth, oh my God, boy, it smells like someone's shitting your ass. And then his best response is he told me he loved me. Yeah, that's a great line. <laughs> I love that line. That's a great line. That's, that's a line that stayed with me. I use that in references now when he goes, oh, what, why have you done that? It's like he told me he loved me. Yeah, it's, it, he's really good. And like like you say, it's the um, the prison guards as well do their best, don't they, to be like, any talking will gag and bag you. Yeah, you know, and, uh, do rags got to go, homeboy. Yeah. Just from the whitest map. <laughs> I like the beginning of this film. It sets it up really well. We know we're in for an adventure. Malloy frisks his undercover agent before boarding the plane and slips a gun into his sock. While the guard explains the rules of the aircraft, we see that Cyrus and Diamond Dog have tiny little nails embedded in their skin. They begin to remove them. I love about this is in a normal prison, there's metal detectors. But mm. No. <laughs> not in the Supermax thing. It's not going to be an issue at all. They use these to unlock the cuffs. Meanwhile, Pinball, whose breath was too disgusting that the guard couldn't check his mouth properly, gags up some matches and lighter fluid. He coats his neighbour in the fuel and sets fire to him. Love this, because it, there's there's this moment where Pinball's like, I think he calls him Cochise because he's a Native American, he's just like, sorry, mate, it's got to burn you. Michael might to haunt you later, mate. I like as well, he's, he's like, as he's being dragged away, he's like, he gone busted. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you explain that shit? And he's... I mean, it, it, this is the other thing I was quite surprised at watching this week. It wastes no fucking time no. before them prisoners commandeer that plane. Like, they don't even get through, like, a movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or any onboard entertainment or anything. No. The hostess trolley hasn't even been around, James. And they've already got the plane. It happens, like, straight away. <clears throat> happens pretty quickly. Um, the guards undo his constraints and Pinball makes a dart to unlock the maximum prisoner cages. Chaos ensues as guards try to put out the fire, contain the convicts and maintain order. We see... <laughs> I'm quite, sometimes you know, when you're online, you're quite proud of yourself. I wonder if this will come off as smug as I want it to. We see Poe strain against his constraints like he strained against the harsh and bitter Alabama law. Wow. You but can to, see that English degree kicking in, can't you? But to no avail, as he is helpless to stop Pinball releasing Cyrus and Diamond Dog. Diamond Dog uses cuffs to brutally kill the doctor who is about to administer 
administer baby owes insulin. By the way, baby owes diabetic. <laughs> and why is, he on, why is he on the plane? I think he's going to the supermax prison, but but because he's a nice guy, his crimes not mentioned. It's yeah, like, you're like are you a <laughs> you're rapist? You're murderer? You're terrorist? But, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> like, what are the odds that he's in the cell with the other guy who accidentally killed someone? Yeah. Because he's like, oh, your day will come. At the beginning of the movie, he says, Nick Cage says to him, your release day will come. Yeah. So he's definitely still incarcerated. Yeah. He must be going to Superman's prison, which means that he must have some I thought it was just like horrific. a buddy thing. It's like, just make sure Nick Cage gets home all right. <laughs> and then you, you, and then you back, go back. I love slippers and some chocolate. No, he's, he must be a fucking terror. He's going to he the new prison. Be, like, he could be a nonce. <laughs> and Nick Cage is like, I can't leave a man behind. Yeah. He's a nonce. <laughs> <laughs> we, I feel like as, as vested viewers... We need to we know, need what, to his know what his crime is, to we know need... if it's a noble thing that because, Cage is doing. Because spoilers, Nicholas Cage has opportunities to get off the plane but stays on him yeah. because he wants to save Baby Because the insulin has survived, but spoilers, there's, all the needles have been destroyed. And there's a female guard on board called Bishop. And there's basically, I think she's the only female guard on board, mm. obviously going to be the target of reprisals from the male convict. So he's going to stay up to stop one thing from happening, but he's also going to protect this, I don't know, Mega knocks his life because he's got no needles. It is literally, it, it, like, the, it's there for two reasons. I think, one, if it was just the female guard, it would shine Nick Cage in a in a weird way, in a bad light, because yeah. he, he, he's like, well, you know, is he romantically involved with that person or, or whatever, you know? And, and also, the diabetes thing is just to take Nick Cage out of the action later when you'd be like, well, that's a dilemma, isn't it? When you're a good guy on a plane and the good guys turn up shooting the plane... What do you do? Have him running around for 20 minutes trying to find a needle. Takes him out from killing good guys. Takes him out of doing anything for That's 20 true. minutes other than running away from explosions. It's amazing how many things blow up in that scrap. He is the big... Is, is. <laughs> also, if you were an aircraft pilot, would you pick aircraft Graveland <laughs> like, as the place to land? You go, oh, this place looks safe. There's, yeah. the, there's not dead carcasses of planes everywhere. It's, it's weird. It's like, you know... It is it is weird by this point. I was I, I was like I don't know why he's so loyal to this man and yeah. But the, the, actually, the Ving Reams bit as well. That's pretty vicious. How he kills that, that guy with the handcuff. That, that was literally my point. Right. So I don't understand his plan here because he can only release one of them. Diamond Dog, because Pinball gets stopped by Guard Bishop before he can release Cyrus. But Diamond Dog's loose. But instead of helping him, he's like blood lost and he's killing this man by jabbing his jabbing his um uh, handcuff into his neck. It's horrible. Mm. He's got a big smile on his face. Yeah, Ving Rooms just doesn't doesn't come off as pleasant. No, at the beginning of this movie, and his use of the word hillybilly. Mm. I, I, I do. I don't. I like my Ving Rooms hillybilly. Yeah, he does. He does come across as a criminal. <laughs> this is my favorite bit here. This is this is generally one of my favorite things. I wrote a note, and I just remember that you know when you have it, when you write something, you, you immediately goes, "Oh yeah." Baby O tells the dying man to get off his insulin. <laughs> like the card's dying, he's like, "Get off my insulin, man!" And you're just like, "No." <laughs> the, the man has been stabbed to death. Fuck you and your insulin. I do like that actually. Maybe he's a bad one. Maybe he's a he's a he's a bad apple, James. Well, there's a scene later when 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 Trisha comes up and asks, "Why would he stay on this plane?" And Cusack could have gone, he's probably protecting his nonce friend. And then later he says, "Please tell my wife. I hope she'll understand." And Cusack's gone, "No, she doesn't understand why he's protecting this man who's going to a supermax plane." Do you never question that? No. Oh, did you think that he was absolved when you gave him a coconut pink thing and get, tried to give him a diabetic attack? Yeah, it's a bit odd, isn't it? Cyrus manages to get out, make it to the cockpit just as the co-pilot leaves with a gun. Which, I, which is great timing, because if he doesn't leave, nothing happens. Mm. 
Um, he wrestles the gun from the pilot and accidentally shoots several prisoners. He warns the remaining pilot and announces that he is in control of the aircraft, naming it... Welcome it. to Conair. <sighs> a female guard is tied up and instantly becomes the target of sex offender Johnny 23, but Poe immediately gets between them. But just before Johnny can kill Poe, Cyrus steps in and agrees with Poe. Cyrus also talks to the main guard and demands to know at their next stop how many prisoners are getting on and how many are getting off. And while Diamond Dog explains the plan, which is to pick up the next set of prisoners and travel to another country and live out the rest of their lives on vacation, the DE agent strikes. He draws his weapon, holds it to pinball, and demands that they all return to their seats. A lot happening now. Mm. There's, there's very little to stick around. The, 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 to answer your second question, the reason they have to land is because the guy who's paying them is Francisco Sindini, who isn't at their prison. He's at Carson City, which they're picking up, so they need to go get him because he's funding their escape. The escape, yeah. So he's yes. got the, he's got the rescue plane. That's at the next stop. Uh, the next, he could have got more stops, mate. Yeah. Super stops on their stops. So that that's that's fine. The also the undercover agent on the plane at this point is it's a horrible position to be in because he's being freed. Yes. So the inmates are trying to be like, oh, I'm, I'm I'm helping you by taking your ankle cuffs off knowing that they're just about to find the gun that's in his sock, he has to reveal himself. It's a horrible... Yeah. So he can't be like, oh, I don't know why there's a gun in me. Yes. Figure. So that... I, I Watching this film, I was like, you know, sometimes when you get that gut-wrenching feeling, you're like, he can't... There's he can't no win to win now. He's, yeah. he's he's dead. He knows he's dead. Um, The bit as well before with Johnny 23, that bit is harrowing horrible. as well. Yeah. Where he's like... He had, he looks to, uh, to uh, Poe, doesn't he? And he says... It'd be Johnny 600 if they knew the real truth. That's early when he's talking to Cyrus from his oh, cage. Yeah. And then he says, you don't, that won't have the same ring to it. Yeah, but it's just horrible. It's, it, it doesn't, you know, and, and it's, it's at that point as well, isn't it, where you're like, Nick Cage doesn't have the best comeback lines in this movie. No, he doesn't. It, you know, you wish he, he was. He has one epic, he has one God tier one layer. We'll get to it. But you wish, you wish he was more John McClane at this point. Yes. You know, wisecracking, like, Sticking it to the man, you know, like being like, "Oh, you're an animal, you're a pig," and all this kind of, you know. But no, it's he's quite. It's it's up there with Stanley Goldfield, which I still think is the best in an action film. Has the best lines is "You will not, yeah, throw I'm... down." Let's find out. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the, this whole scene, everything's happening. I like as well with the, the pilot says to the co-pilot, "It's like get the gun, go out there." Yeah. Co-pilot's like, "Yeah, fuck it," yeah. like he's Rambo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'd be like, it's "Because he or won't... we could just lock the door." What you don't know is he just had an argument with his wife in the deleted scene, and she's like, "You're not man enough." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's like, "I'm gonna show her. I'm gonna show her I'm a man." But you, uh, and, and it is weird. And it? it's, it's weird how like then Cyrus has got the warm gun on the plane until later, where there's about fifty boxes of guns in the uh, in the undercarriage. Yeah, they keep them there because. In in case the plane ever falls down and they need to shoot all the, all the prisoners away. Like in all prisons. <laughs> Poe tries to talk to him and calm him down, but this only serves to relax the DA, DEA agent's guard and he's shot dead by the criminals. Cyrus thanks him. Unfortunately, th right, so there's a bit here as well. So he sits down, resigned, and I've made that very simple. He doesn't. He's trying to talk to him. It's like you, you can't control the situation. But Poe's in a horrible situation now as well where he's got to turn this guy down. He, he knows he's going to get killed. Mm. so it's weird Cyrus has got the female guard bishop as a hostage but he the DEA agent doesn't care he's got pinball as a hostage Cyrus doesn't care makes some choice language here which is very funny but I won't say um, there's there's a situation and someone makes a lunge ultimately Poe doesn't do anything because he can't do anything no. really. he's just a voice and Cyrus thanks him and then when he sits down Davio goes not only did you not save that guy's life 
where you made friends with Cyrus the Virus. I go, right, fuck off. First of all, sugar blood. <laughs> Nonce. Right, fuck off, calm down. One, what was I going to do? Mm. And two, get fuck, what did you do? You just sat here, fucking, fucking moaned about your insulin, you dickhead. Yeah, you yeah. You dickhead. Poe, so when the agents got the gun to uh, Pinball. Pinball's head, yeah. There's a there's another inmate about to flank him and yes. Poe kind of gives him the eyes of to say on He's, on your left. Yeah. And that kind of triggers everyone getting shot. And it, it is weird, isn't it? Because I yeah. read the situation as he was trying to help the guy, but then he got shot. Yeah. But it and does it also it look like he did it so that he would pull his gun away from Pinball so that so then Cyrus could shoot, shoot him. him. It's a bit messy. It's very messy. But also to say, no, I don't think it's then right for Baby O to go, Yo, you you killed him. Oh no. Personally. Smack talk on this lad, eh? Honestly. <laughs> Don't worry, he just sits there and moans for a bit now. Where's my needle? Dickhead. <laughs> Unfortunately, three of the people transferring at the next stop are dead. So they look for volunteers to get off. Love the fact that they give an opportunity to, like the film to be over now. <laughs> just yeah. like, Poe volunteers. He agrees to leave and says he will raise the alarm as soon as they are off the plane, but changes his mind when Cyrus begins to start gagging and bagging all the convicts. So, because they don't trust them, because they're convicts, they gag them out and put hood over them. Oh, and some of them are the cops, aren't they? Yeah, so <clears throat> instead, they plan to gag the pilot and the main security guard, uh, prison guard, and send them out dressed as convicts. Poe takes, takes the tape recorder from the DEA agent and plants it on the guard. There was a really good thing here. Sorry, excuse me. That he is make they do a good job of him making up as he goes on. He mm. does not have a plan. He he's undressing the guard. Oh, he's on about the riots. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't have a clue. Right, there is a rant. Right, I love this bit. Right, so there is a random spot check on Cyrus's old prison cell room. Oh, where this they bit. where they discover a fake brick and behind it various code making devices, letters from a Colombian law firm, and a schematic of the plane. Mm. They don't know what it means, so they get Lark to investigate. What could it mean? <laughs> We've had the schematics of the plane he's on right now. Well, get someone else. Yeah. So, definition of not my job. <laughs> Meanwhile, also, how did he? How did he make a fake brick in that prison? There's a why there if there was a fake Malkovich in there. <laughs> yeah, paper mache Malkovich. Like there's a uh, that, that's a, a great escape joke. Uh, not great escape. Um, escape from Alcatraz escape joke, from but Alcatraz. also we made it on The Rock episode. Yeah, um, yeah, and and like Shawshank, you know, the big unanswered question is how did he reattach the poster on the wall when he climbed through the hole? How did he? How did, how did he, he make a brick? How did he <laughs> make a, it back? How did he make a, a even even a powdery brick? Mm. Given that in that room is literally just a toilet and a mattress on the floor. Sarah's advice, mate. Utilise his skills. <laughs> it's a bait. It's a fucking, I'd put that on my CV. No, he managed, that, he painted the brick. Out of a toilet, managed to fashion a fake brick. <laughs> he painted it as well. It's the same colour. He's like, oh, could I just have some paint, please? <laughs> Meanwhile, the plane touches down in Carson City to pick up the next lot of prisoners, which includes Swamp Thing, a former pilot, and Francisco Sudini, the man who was who has hired Cyrus to break him out of jail. Luckily, Carson City is in the middle of a sandstorm because fuck knows how they would have gotten away with it if it wasn't. Yeah, that, there's, there's a bit where he goes, oh, there's a sandstorm. And he's like, and John Markovich almost winks at the camera. Yep. So they go out there and allowed to wear hoods and everything. But it, but it's really weird because if that not happened and they got out of there, they go, aren't you the famous criminal Cyrus the Virus? <laughs> <laughs> aren't you Diamond Dog? Because you're like pretty big deals. Yeah. Yeah, that whole scene is a bit iffy, isn't it? Yeah. 
There is a late addition to the transports. A serial killer Garland Green is brought aboard. What I love about this is a last minute addition to the Supermax prison. And no one thought, maybe the serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should be in the front. Yeah. <laughs> I really do like, so they bring him in. Like, like we, he's attached to poles because no one can be near him because he's so dangerous. But it's Steve Lucemi. It's mm. like, he, I imagine he could take out a kid, but I reckon I could have Steve Lucemi in a fight. Swamp Thing removes the transponder and gives it to Pitbull. A uh, pinball, sorry. I have put Pitbull. Pinball, who uh, steals some lunch. Fucking that's Pinball. And puts it on another plane. After planting it, he gets distracted by a woman, tries to flirt her up. Mm. Mm. Apartment of erections. Cor- corrections. <laughs> I, that's the line that sticks with you as a child. It would have been good if he just left the movie at this point. I like, yeah. That would be cheeky. That would see his character out. He's like, actually, yeah, I'm going to leave here. Thank no, you. You need him because you need to throw, you need to write messages. Well, I know. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. No, but I'm going to say you could have done it with a different character. Could have been, literally any other character. <laughs> Several things happen at once now. Remember them. All of these happened in one thing and they lead to a massive plot point, probably so big that that's how the flame blew out of. Vince cracks the code in Cyrus's cell. Mm. He tells the guards not to touch a thing. He leaves the room for three seconds. They immediately ignore that and the cell explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps that turns around. Fucking yeah. told you. Also, also what I love is he runs out, then kind of like his spider sense tingles, his Vince tingles. <laughs> he knows <laughs> that they're going to touch it. The guard in a gag makes a noise while on the transport. He is beaten by a guard and the tape recorder falls out of his jacket. It's lucky that I hit him in the, in, in in the, the tape pl- recorder. In, in the plot point. <laughs> the prisoners quickly get the plane up in the air. Pinball is caught as he's trying to get back onto the plane, in the wheels of the plane, as he desperately is trying to get back on. Although he is free at this point, so he could have gotten away with it. Mm. <laughs> So he's trying to get back on, but Cochise, the chief that he called, who he set fire to, refuses to let him on the plane. Wow. DEA agent Malloy is mega pissed and he doesn't care who knows it. Vince doesn't have a plan for this situation. This situation has never been contemplated. Really? I would have thought it definitely had been. <laughs> there, there must be. It's like, got a plane full of criminals. What's the plan if it... What I love about it, this film will not get banged now because it'd be shooting down. It's like, the idea is that there's some hostages on board. There's like three or four guards left. Well, that's where they're to get rid of the transporter, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Malloy takes action into his own hands and orders several fully armed helicopters to blow up the plane. But what I love about this is, well, he doesn't want them to blow up the plane. He wants to be there when it happens. Like, oh, he's, he's, like he wants revenge, mate. He's hard on for justice. He's like, come on, I just need to see it. <laughs> I just... <laughs> And Poe goes to the cockpit to find out what the plan is. And while he is there, he overhears a conversation between Cyrus and Poe over the radio. Cyrus asks how the cops were able, who got onto the plan. And instead of telling them that they cracked the code, which they had, yeah, yeah. he tells him, uh, basically, Cyrus catches them out in a lie that they decide to tell instead. Why well, don't understand what that is? But you had a truth. You tracked the code. You didn't have to say that there was a. You could have told the truth and got away with it. Yeah. We, we checked yourself. We, we, we found your fake brick. Well done, by the way. How um, did you do that? Yeah, just like, no, seriously. Like, <laughs> yeah. How did you do that? <laughs> you tore toilet wire into a brick. Yeah. We need to know that. And then, uh, then we saw the schematics for the plane. We put two and two together. Yeah. Uh, some people so died. Literally put the eyes that you cut out that say, mm. meet at Carson City. We, we, it, was, it was pretty easy to yeah. Once we. Granted, I'll give you the brick, but once we got through the brick, rest of it pretty easy. Also, also, yeah, the eye bit is so extra. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, didn't you do it? Just underline the letters or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, what are the odds that that perfectly syncs up? And also, that bomb you made, you know, from Dial 3, 
Yeah. Well done, works. Yeah, it works. I mean, I mean, that's slightly more impressive than the brick. No, actually, no, the brick's still more impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously. How did you do the brick? Also, what I love about this is, there's a scene that we didn't talk about. When they first go in there, they see a little bit of dust on the floor. Mm. And I would say this, these guards go extra, because instead of, if I saw that, I'd be like, dust. They immediately go, cocaine, and then start poking at the brick. Yeah. <laughs> Just be like, oh, it must be, must be cocaine. <laughs> Bricks are made of cocaine, obviously. Weird. While some of the best detective work we've ever seen, also some of the worst. <laughs> well, you and I don't have that set of skills, James. We're not trained. That's we, we're not. Do you we're not trained point. in in prison. Um... We we can order we can order equipment to be on site on time, mm. but but making bricks and cocaine and stuff. You, you wouldn't know that. You know that's. Mm. I, I imagine that takes years of skill to be able to know which brick to poke. <laughs> there is a really good bit here as well. So. Um, Diamond Dog just walks past Poe and goes, yeehaw, hilly billy, what are you thinking about? He goes, yeah, yeehaw, that's right. Love this. He says, I was just wondering what a black militant was doing, taking orders from the white man. Mm. Basically trying to sow mistrust between Diamond Dog and Cyrus. That Basically trying to work that. Worm in the ear. Because he doesn't have any advantages. He doesn't have a plan. And I do like that it fails. Diamond Dog just goes, I'm using him for my thing. Don't you worry, son. Mm. Get to fuck. <laughs> do like that. I really like that. The bit that I missed as a child watching it, I was like, oh, that's a bit cool. Mm. I like this. Poe, not just muscles, mate. There's a, there's a brain under that mullet. <laughs> Remember Trisha Poe? No? Well, I don't blame you. <laughs> but she's back, and this time she's waiting for Poe, but instead she gets visited by a US Marshal. Vince thinks that Poe is the key to getting the plane down. He talks to her. And it's just really bad dialogue. Just like, why, what do you think is keeping him on the plane? And she's like, something really big. It's like, yeah, he's trying to save his nonce friend <laughs> just from, the, from the insulin. This is the thing as well. Is I have no idea at the moment where John Cusack is. No, neither do I. So, but, but then I don't know where he is. Was he... So why I didn't understand was, was he supposed to... I think there's a hole in the dialogue. Was he supposed to get off at Carson City? Because that seems to be where she is. Yeah, I think so. I think I think that's the point, isn't it? Is that? But he wasn't on one of the names listed as missing, so I don't think he was. Yeah, so he would have because gone. he's obviously pretending to be someone else, but he does tell them his real name. So I feel like the Ryan, I feel like Poe must should have. Otherwise, otherwise, John Cusack's travelled the country twice, and the plane is still one third of the yeah. way there. Yeah, John Cusack somehow has some method of transport that's faster than an aeroplane because. But when he needs the beginning a lady, of the film, have it. yeah, at the beginning of the film, you get the impression he's there. But then he, because because he's he's quite clearly where Cyrus's cell is. Yeah. Because he saw the finger go which, through the brick. Which makes me think that maybe, like, genuinely, I don't think Poe should have even been on the plane. Yeah, because his <laughs> wife is where he yeah, was no. when he started. So, so he's like, who's that? He's a nobody. He's, he's going to lift home. What, in the, on the bus or the plane? Oh, no. Well, that's a good point. He should stay on the bus. <laughs> Hold and on. I think we've brought one. Another fucking hero destroys baby. <laughs> the nuts. <laughs> I think we're uh, we're on the swing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he he got on the plane at the same time as uh, yeah, because because John Cusack is also there. So Cyrus must be where Cyrus. So Cusack was where Cyrus's cell is. Yeah, and Monica Potter is there. Yeah, or, on, it? or there is a method of transport that's not been shown, which is faster than light, and also is forgotten about later when Vince needs to get somewhere very quickly. Yeah, there you go. plot that you didn't even know. I, I'm not having it, I'll be honest. I mean, someone would say, well, actually, you don't know how long they were grounded when they did the prisoner exchange. But no, I'm not having it. I'm not, not having it. it. Loopholes, mate. Other than that, <laughs> completely perfect <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he goes back to his bosses and Malloy and he tells them that Poe is a US Ranger, got his parole, planted the recorder and had a chance to get off the plane but didn't. He must be trying to do the right thing. Also, a bit of a leap because maybe not. <laughs> he also doesn't know that he's not dead. <laughs> There's this... 
He's basing this on nothing. It's like, why didn't he get off the plane? Maybe he's been shot in the fucking head, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, well, why didn't he get off the plane? Because he's dead. <laughs> because he's legitimately the, dead. When he's on the radio to to um, to Cyrus. But I'm not dead. He's like, is Poe there? <laughs> yeah, why? No, 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 he's no, 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 is Joe there? <laughs> he owes me money. His, wife, his wife's like, uh, he goes, oh, yeah, he was lucky to get home because um, he wrote me a letter the other day saying that he wanted to get out of the cell with the nonce. <laughs> so, well, weird, actually. He's, actually, he's, uh, he's on the well, plane with him. Oh, Cusack goes, is there any reason why he won't get off the plane? She's like, wouldn't you come home if you know you had your daughter waiting for him? And then Cusack just goes, well, is that his daughter? <laughs> it's like, because the master, the master's an adult here. Like, so maybe that's why. Maybe you don't want to pay for it. <laughs> <coughs> maybe there's a reason why he's never seen it because he could maybe all he knows like this is me as Vince I go in there and go has he ever actually met her no he didn't want to see her are we sure he's actually coming home because <laughs> he, he might just not give a shit <laughs> might be the world's worst dad um, the landing gear on the plane is broken and so Diamond Dog makes Poe come with him to check it out and try to fix it Poe finds the body of Pinball lodged in the mechanism and when Diamond isn't looking he writes a message for Vince on the shirt of Pinball and throws it out of a plane. And this is a nice thing, which hilariously lands on a couple who are moaning about bird poo falling on their car. Yeah. It's, it's like the movie, like Armageddon, where just, there's a throwaway scene of an asteroid blowing up a building, and you're like, thousand deaths then? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll probably bring that up a bit later, yeah. The 90s, mate. Yeah. What's the 90s? Um, Diamond finds all... I've I got a sick point Diamond, because now I'll refer to it as Diamond. Diamond finds all the prisoners' personal effects in the belly of the plane. No one else is interested. Like, no one gives a shit about mm. their own... No, let's all stay... Go downstairs and get your shit. Go, go. <laughs> Billy... Do you remember Billy? You've mentioned once. Billy instantly doesn't like Poe. Not for any reason. He can just smell the goodness on him. <laughs> they do hype him up as to be a big bad, don't they? But and he doesn't bitch. really do anything. He's one of the three special prisoners. Yeah. And he does, he, one, he's not even in on the plan. So it's like, we don't care, Billy. Mm. <laughs> You're just here because you happen to be here, Billy. Yeah. After getting a call from local police, Vince realizes that that the realizes the plan. Basically, the, they're following the wrong plane. But Malloy doesn't believe him. Vince steals Malloy's car with the license plates ass kisser. But when I first saw it, I gent ass kicker. Sorry, when I first saw it, I thought it was ass kisser. I thought that was weird. Um, and drives to the airbase that the plane will be landing at. Meanwhile, in the belly of the plane, Billy finds Poe's parole letter. Poe asks him to put the bunny back in the box. And when that doesn't happen, the only course of action is to kill him. Is to kill him, man. In the weirdest fight that involves them both crouching. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I love you, man? Because we go to the same point. Big epic, like, we were talking about face-off the other week. They both look into a mirror and they're shooting themselves, but they're not really themselves because they're in each other's faces, which is a weird sentence you'd ever say. Mm. No, it's weirder that they have a crouch fight. Yeah. <laughs> Running in each other at full <laughs> pelt whilst careful not to bang their heads. It's, it's weird and it's so flimsy. And then also, you know the bit, so in the, in the scuffle, yes. a pipe dislodges that starts Everything to eject dislodges. a load of steam. Yes. Which then later he gets impaled on. Yes. You would think on an aircraft that, might that would do have something. triggered something. <laughs> like that might be important. No. Wish we just put this pipe of steam, just put it down there. No one will ever need it. You know what I mean? Like you would have thought at some point oh, someone would go to flush a toilet or something. Let's, let's get steam going. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd have thought a light would go on somewhere where they go, yeah, something's wrong underneath. Oh my God, we're losing the gas. Is that important? Or someone uh... would go, where's the other guy? Where's the. Where's... What's his name? Billy. Billy. Yeah. No, no, no one questions it. No one questions it. it. <laughs> no one questions it. He's dead. Um, the plane lands at the meeting place 
Oh, no, sorry. There's actually a really cool bit here, and I really like these small bits. Poe returns. After giving him, like, beating Billy to death over this bunny and giving him some one-liners, it's just like, why didn't you put the bunny back in the box? Goes upstairs. Now has a breakdown about killing a man. Mm. Like, now he has it. Has a good exchange with Garland Green, who gives yeah. a great speech. I, I love the speeches that Steve Lusemi gives in this. Mm. <laughs> just basically talks about, it's a crime of necessity. He's like, I'm not like you. Then he starts running, and then, and then Steve Lusemi like, really turns up. He's like, oh, I drove around three states with a girl, little girl's head wearing a little girl's head. So <laughs> like, it's my daughter's birthday, because you shot the fuck <laughs> yeah. Then you see... Baby in the back, and oh, birthday, <laughs> licking his lips like it. Is that cake? <laughs> Shut up, you diabetic. After getting a call from, oh no, I've done that bit. The plane lands at the meeting place, Lerner Airfield. <laughs> Think elephant graveyard, but for planes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's bleak, isn't it? It's, so bleak. it's like Transformers. Like Michael Bay watched this movie and was like, <laughs> fucking Bumblebee bleak. would live there. <laughs> so the plane lands at the meeting place, Lerner Airfield. Luckily, at the same time, a, a smaller aircraft is landing and also Vince arriving. Great timing. <laughs> they all land. Again, how's Vince got there? <laughs> he's got there in a car. Yeah, he's got there in a car. It's fine. Don't question it. Poe tries to get Baby off the plane, but it doesn't work. So he decides to go for, <laughs> he decides to look for a needle nearby to help inject the insulin and save his life. When it would have been much easier to just get him off the plane. <laughs> it would have been so much easier to get him off the plane. Yeah. This whole this whole bit is just it is nonsense, isn't it? We're getting Nick Cage to just run through, and it, you again talking about I, I I don't know where John Cusack is at any time in this movie. I do not know what this graveyard place is as well. So there's it, it, it's a legit place for places to so, so it's for smaller aircraft. However, there is well, you find out later there's kind of like a private jumbo jet there, which is which they've hidden yeah. somehow. <laughs> There's hangers. There's like a bar and a restaurant. Yes, and an old man. No people. No people. But very clearly, there's a burger ready to be served. I spotted that in one scene. Oh, I didn't see that. It's on a hot plate. So someone's cooked a burger, but there's no one in this ghost town. Ooh. And then when he's like, where's the needle? It's in a fire <laughs> engine. Yeah. It's yeah. in a fire engine, James. Yeah. Well, did you, did you not notice? Because he checked the first aid box, which makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah. And there's onions in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happens as well, doesn't it? After the, at home, where do I keep the onions? Oh, I keep them in the first aid box. <laughs> what did you say? Where do you keep your needle? Oh, in the fire truck. <laughs> you loser. Where do you keep yours? <laughs> um, outside, Poe stops Diamond from killing the hostages, saying he doesn't trust any of them. So this is a good bit as well. Now, this is what I was talking about earlier, where they kind of frame Cyrus like he's God because he stood above the plane. Yeah. He stood on the plane, not above it. <laughs> he's fucking levitating. <laughs> So across the plane, listening to it. Basically, Sindino is not to be trusted. So they turn to plan B, which is to dig out the plane because they don't trust Sindino. Because apparently Sindino is supposed to have another jet there, take the prisoners on board and fly away. Mm. Cyrus overhears this, agrees, and they start to dig out the plane. Meanwhile, Vince finds the air traffic controller dead. <clears throat> Bear in mind, Vince is wearing, in my opinion, a very nice cream suit. Mm. Oversized 90s cream suit. Apparently very stealthy, including later when he literally runs for a battleground and no one notices him and he and he basically stops a plane from taking off and no one goes, Who's that? <laughs> Who's that man? Garland <laughs> uh, Green walks off to a nearby trailer park and starts to converse with a small girl. Look, he doesn't kill her, so let's just leave it there. It's heavily implied that he murders her. But gets some sort of character development. He decides, you know what, he sings got the whole world in his hands mm. and he doesn't kill her he's a bit creepy that scene it's, it's so creepy and I, I still didn't like when I was watching I was like I'm fairly certain the kid lives but I still don't want to watch this scene mm. well it's supposed to <coughs> it's supposed to imply isn't it that, it that the girl 
speaks to him because she says like, you know, is there a medicine? Do you take medicine? Yeah. Like, There's no medicine for what I have. And then when she sings that song, it kind of resonates with him. He's got the whole world in his hand as in he can end the world because he's that, Right. That, that's who he is. Fuck me! I was just like, I was just like, oh, he just he just turned a leaf. He's like, do you know what? I won't kill people. Yeah, and and it's weird because on some courts you don't see the scene later on when you see the little girl uh, running and waving, running and waving, and saying, "Oh, see, uh, he must have gone. I've got to go now. I've got to get back on the convict plane." <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's a weird sentence. Also, where's your, also, where's your mum, yeah. Chaz? Because fucking there is nothing here. And where, where did this shanty town, this caravan park, come from? I don't suppose you see my burger, have you? Yeah, <laughs> I ordered it, it somewhere. <laughs> um, Garland, oh, sorry. Uh, Post links off to look for a needle, but he's stopped by two of Sindino's men who go to kill him, but Vince steps in and saves his life. Poe gives him fucking nothing, not even a thank you. <laughs> yeah. Don't trust him. There's two men in this world he don't trust. One of them's him, and the other's not you. Mm. So how many trust Babyo? Babyo the second one. Or is it a religious thing? I thought it might be God, mm. but but then that means he still doesn't trust Babyo. Wise. We'll Wise. save his life, though. Um, the men depart after a really bad conversation where he's like, tell my wife why I'm doing this. And as Vince, I'm like, I still don't really I know why. Why, why are you doing yeah, this? Yeah, I, I can't really tell her that. <laughs> you know. Should mention as well that by this time, Vince is called in the, called in the National Guard. Cinder- Unfortunately, they weren't driving whatever... Oh, Vince just, was driving. Do you know what I've just realised? I don't actually think I mentioned that Malloy, Malloy catches up, sorry, in the other jet and turns out it's Mar and Pa's Grand Scenic Tours. So then they decide to go back. I don't know if I've actually mentioned that. I apologise. Sindina runs away to the jet that is hidden, but the jet is stopped by Vince, who runs across the graveyard, moves machinery so it hits the back of the plane, causing the plane to basically crash into another building, pouring fuel everywhere. Cyrus sets fire to the place and kills Sandina, burning him alive. No one there questions what just happened. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, and Ving Reams gives him this look as if to say, you, you know, God, you're crazy. Bear in mind, Ving Reams earlier just jabbed someone in the neck with, with yeah. a handcuff. It's like, come on, mate. And, but watching him throw a cigarette <laughs> on, a, on a person covered in petrol, he's like, I, I draw the fucking line. The only thing that irritates me is not a cigarette. It's like, mm. yeah, mate, you didn't pay for that. I mean, then again, probably Trump thing, didn't <laughs> Which I? is anyone. <laughs> They're convicts, James. <laughs> no, yeah, th- this this bit's weird, is it, as well? Because John Cusack obviously wants them to stop from taking off. <laughs> but yeah. in doing so, kills kills people. Yeah. You know. He's all right with it. Uh, but there's not enough time to swing a baby, as now there's more action. Action on your action. As the good guys show up in force, the cops are here and they're heading to a trap. So Vince uses a bulldozer to save day. Fucking Dumbass people in this. Oh, do you see this trap? Let's definitely walk into it. Don't question it. Yeah, you get this bit oh, as well. Also, Mar- not to mention, they find the magical cachet of guns that's in every other place. Yeah, <laughs> so. and then Malkovich, being the great leader he is, kind of uses some Coke cans and draws out a map on the floor. He's like, we're going to take him out this way. I like that. I like that as an audience member, you get in on it. Yeah. You're like, you're gathered around with him because you're not... Do you? Do you yeah. like do you like the guy's way? He's like, what's that? And he's like, it's a rock. It's a rock, <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> That is actually pretty funny. <laughs> They did laugh out loud at that bit. Um, and also, one of the inmates by this point has put a dress on. Yeah. Yep. Well, I like that scene. <laughs> but the, yeah, the, the, this oh, bit sorry, about like man. killing the convoy. And yeah. and when Markovic looks at Ving Rooms at the top of the uh, on top of the plane, goes, how long we got? He's like, 10 minutes, 12 max. Yeah. Like that's his ability yeah, to judge it. how fast they're moving. Yeah, he knows this stuff. That sets him up it's enough time. Skills. <laughs> it sets up enough time to booby trap 
the, the it, it's it's for, not for, saving Private Ryan, is it? This for, scene for 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 a graveyard. There's an awful lot of things that you could turn into deadly weapons, which yeah. is good because otherwise it'd be a pretty shit fight. But you know, all these like service soldiers and everything like that. They're like, what should we do? Let's just all let's all yeah, all through let's all go through that little that little tunnel. They won't, we don't, if we, they won't know we're coming. Even if they saw us, they won't be able to judge at what time we'd get there. Yeah. <laughs> no one's got that ability. Johnny twenty three gets seemingly turned on by this bloodlust and decides to attack the female guard bishop but is stopped just in time by all-American hero and best-wearing long-haired Oscar winner Cameron Poe. In an attempt to stop the plane from taking off, he ties the plane down. But this is discovered by Cyrus after the fight and they retreat and they all run inside and he shoots the rope. Mm. Which, dot, 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 somehow, question mark, gets attached to Malloy's car. Yeah. Because you need I mean, to destroy the car. Yeah, and you also need a bit of light-heartedness after all the <laughs> after, death. After and, the attempted rape yeah, and murder. And you've got all the... Um, all the slow motion explosions that have just happened with Nick Cage running and his hair in the wind as he dives through windows. And it's amazing. He escapes like three explosions in the space of like yes. two minutes. It's insane. What's really weird is that's a huge, that's that's like a 15 minute action scene, but because Nicholas Cage takes no part, he just outruns explosions. Like yeah. then he just runs and he hides somewhere. Then he runs through it. He's just in the wrong place every time mm. next yeah. to an explosion. And it, it's that's, that's, I think that's my issue with it is whereas, Whereas with the rock and face off, you kind of follow a narrative. With this, it just felt like, oh, he needs to be out of the story for a while. Because he can't kill a good guy. But then if you don't kill a, kid, a good guy, so I was like, do you actually shoot anyone? Do you just sit there? Yeah. Well, just, or should have just got off the plane. I mean, simply. There is there is a good story in there, a high tension story of him digging out the plane and having to sneak off to get a needle and yeah. then bring it back. Although he probably could just say to Cyrus, I need to go get a needle. Well, he does. He's, he, he, that's what he could have said. Yeah, he could have said that. Because he to said, I'm going to go get the truck. He said, I'm going to go get the truck. And, and no one no one then questions him. I mean, obviously, they work out who Poe is eventually. Yeah. But when they get back on the plane, Cyrus don't go, where the fuck was the where truck? Where was the refueling truck that you said you were going to yeah. get? Yeah. Oh. You've gone for oh, a long time. There was a burger... And yeah. then <laughs> I found some onions in the first A box. I was confused. I, I needed to find out what that was about. <laughs> Malloy shows up just in time to see his car get taken off into the air. Baby O gets his shot and is finally saved. But oh no. Also, just the shitty editing in that bit. They look and the car plane. is in the distance. It, the plane is flown off and the car <laughs> is in the distance. Small car in the air. Lands in front of them. It lands right <laughs> in front of them when it disconnects from the truck. It ju- it's just bad editing. It's, it's action movie editing though, isn't it? But oh no, Diamond Dog discovers more stuff in Poe's personal box. Which is, I love that this Poe doesn't realise this. He's already nearly caused Billy to kill him. But he's like, no mate. He's about- Billy no mate. Oh, he did that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did that on purpose. <clears throat> he's a- <clears throat> Sorry. Cyrus is ready to shoot the redneck dead. He is about to kill Guard Bishop, but Baby O admits to everything. You, who've been on death's door this entire time. <laughs> sweating. Sweating. Was it you? It's like, yeah. Also, I'm I was not, the mastermind. I'm not, I'm not sure it. how insulin works, but fucking instant. Like, he cannot move. And then he's like, me, motherfucker. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, insulin is the shit. We should all get insulin <laughs> from the looks of it. Cyrus shoots him, then reveals he knows it is Poe. But before he can execute Poe and the bunny, Malloy and Vince show up in separate tank choppers and they take aim at the plane. Mm. Just get saved. Make a move and the bunny gets it. Vince saves the bunny. This bunny mate's gone for a story, man. Mm. MVP. I like as all the bullets are flying in this scene, it ke- keeps cutting to Steve Buscemi's Garland Green character. Just sat there. Who's like, just sat there. Just nonchalant. 
as all these bullets are, these bullets that also would probably be ripping holes in the side of that yes. plane. The air pressure doesn't exist in this plane no. because the, the door's open and everyone's, it's a mild inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice breeze, actually. Baby O is dying in Poe's arms. He's worried. They talk about the existence of God. Diamond and Cyrus go to the back of the plane. They're shooting back at the choppers. Vince keeps getting in the way of Malloy's chopper to stop him from shooting it down. What I love about this is that he's like, go to, go to missiles. Yeah. Should, maybe you should have done that to begin with. They're over the mm. desert, so if they shoot it down, nothing will happen. Don't worry about it. <sighs> Where is Poe going, I hear you ask? He's going to show you God does exist. <laughs> it's, I must, a, it's a shit lie. <laughs> I must admit, I was expecting more. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I remembered this line. So he's like, baby, he's also blind, I think, at this point, because I will, he's like, where are you? Where are you? He's like, I'm going to show you God does exist. I'm going to show you God does exist. Which is great because what he does is he prays, God comes down, <laughs> lands the plane. <laughs> he um, takes a bullet to the arm in a badass way. He moves to the front of the plane. He gets shot, doesn't stop him. He gets punched, doesn't stop him. They throw themselves at him, doesn't stop him. They use hurtful language, doesn't stop him. They throw nuclear fusion bombs at him, doesn't stop him. Fucking taking on names, <laughs> mate. I, if, also, I was, if I was baby, I'd be like, why do you do this at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> so when he gets shot in the arm, Nothing. But later when he gets slightly pinched, it's like, ah! <laughs> it's like the pain like waited. <laughs> it's like the pain waited for him. Um, he gets to the cockpit, locks all the gateways, keeping Cyrus away from him. And then he forces Swamp Thing to land this plane on the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah, well, they're running out of fuel anyway, so they're going to have to crash Which land. makes oh, sense. Which makes sense because at no point did anyone actually get the refueling truck because they were like, oh, you, the undercover cop, you go get it. <laughs> I love it. The original ending was that it was going to crash out on the White, White House yeah. lawn. The question with them being, how are they going to get from apparently the Nevada desert because they're in where Las Vegas is, yeah, all the way to Washington DC. Long, long flight, mate. <laughs> yeah, just, long flight. It's a long decline. Make, make, making it, making it very impressive. Our fucking Vince was able to dart around the entire planet. <coughs> but they wasted effort getting to the cockpit, and the pilot's like, "Well, I've got to land anyway." So, so we're going down. Yeah, so he yeah. like, so goes, "I got shot for no reason." Yeah. Like, we- I thought you were proving God existed. <laughs> and this is the bit that makes no sense. He's like, "There's an airfield. Can you get to it?" No. no, I'm going to land on the strip, or you could land in the hundreds of miles of desert that surrounds Las Vegas. No, let's land on the strip. No, we need to land on the strip, mate. Tarmac sounds better. <laughs> the plane comes down. But weirdly, is relatively okay. Unless you're a civilian visiting Las Vegas, then you are mega fucked. <laughs> Death toll in this scene. <laughs> but all, but don't worry, none of them are the criminals. <laughs> it's just the innocent people dying. <clears throat> As the plane skids <laughs> across the Vegas city uh, strip, Cyrus catches up to Poe and tells him he'll kill little Casey Poe. I should mention that this happens whilst the plane is crashing. It's mm. not in midair. It's hit the ground and is sliding perfectly fine out of conversation <laughs> but then suspend your disbelief because a wing propeller rips through the plane separating the two meaning maybe God does exist I know <laughs> that's what happens that is crazy and mental a plane the one of the propellers bounces off somehow goes in front cuts the plane off just where they are and I would be baby going alright I'll give that I'll give that one you yeah, yeah alright fair play <laughs> I would also, if you were the writer, you're like, look, I'm doing this. And the other writer's like, no one's going to believe it. Have you seen the other 90 minutes <laughs> up until this point? We're putting in the propeller. There's a, there is a really good line from Cyrus here. And it's why I think Cyrus is a really underrated villain where it's like, the next wings, oh no, 
my stinking breath is the last thing Casey Poe will hear. He does this thing earlier when he threatens the pirate. He's like, the, the next wings you'll see will belong to the flies rotting over your... Over no, that's a terrible over. line. Oh, I like them. I think they're good because he's quite... I like... I don't think Macarish delivers it that well. <laughs> the next wings you'll see will be on the flies around your rock. It it's, it's too long. doesn't deliver them like fucking, fucking the guy from Street Fire. I'm a gun. But he's, he's a, Markovic's thing is monotonal. That's his whole thing, isn't it? Oh, he's okay. very a monotonal actor. Well, I do, I don't, I, this is a film I'm not planning to like die on a cross for, so I'm fine. EMTs arrive at the scene and try to save the passengers. Everything's fine. It's going to be, you know, they, they remove Johnny 23 in a, in a scene that's really cool as a kid, but now he's just like, yeah, well, obviously. He's been tied up and they move his body, but one of the arms stays there because his arm is ripped off. At this point of the movie, yeah. there is no reason for Nick Cage to continue on his escapades. Why would there be? And Baby O, Any, mate, baby o gets, gets taken away. Saved, God, Bishop's like, thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, by the way, thank you for proving that God does exist. I'm quite happy about that. that yeah, everyone is fine. His job is done. Do you think he should go meet his wife now? No. No. Because out the corner of his eye, mate, of his old, old pickle, you see Swamp Thing, Diamond and Cyrus, they've escaped on a fire truck. Probably after Neil's. Yeah. <laughs> probably why they went there. I well, like this as well. It's like they all get on a different part of the fire yes, truck. Yes, because that so would make sense. I'll drive. I'll go on top. I'll go on. The, like, there's no reason. Why what, aren't you all just in the what, what cabin? What about Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing knows how to fly a plane. So obviously he knows how to drive a fire truck. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Um... But did you know that apparently only Vince and Poe see this, despite there being hundreds of police present? Mm. Vince shoots Diamond as they chase the truck and Poe jumps on board, attaches Cyrus to a ladder. Then, one of the very overtly death scenes here, he electrocutes him, hits a money van, and somehow launches Cyrus into an unseen and unmanned construction site where his face, where his face is flattened. Don't question it. Yeah, that whole sequence is a mess. If you, if you got to the Las Vegas bit, that point to me is end it like diehards. You know, like they're all celebrating. Cyrus then lifts a gun. Is like, Poe! Vince shoots and him. And Vince shoots him. And it, and there's and then they nod to each other. And just just rip off diehard at this point yeah, because that's the off. ending. You don't need this extra like lap where they get in a fire truck. And it's so silly this point where like Poe's underneath it, but he's been shot. So he's like hanging with one arm. And then somehow he like jabs him through the foot, like, with a bit of wood, like, proper through the ankle. Yeah. Then he chains him, launches the, him up. Which lo- I thought yeah. he was gonna like skid across the roof, but no, he gets thrown for a window. Which then he lands on the other <laughs> side. There's electrical cables. They're very clearly on the Las Vegas Strip, but now they're in a construction yard. Only him. At night time, someone's got this pneumatic drill going. This kind of this ground pounder, whatever. But it also, is. he doesn't land it. He lands on a conveyor belt, which then throws him into the thing. It's fucking it's weird. It's odd, isn't it? Isn't it? It is weird. But uh, but I haven't even mentioned the best death. No diamond dog. How does he die? He gets a motorbike thrown at him. No, he drowns. <laughs> does he? No, sorry. No diamond dog. You are correct. Sorry, I meant Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing drowns, doesn't he? Because yeah, he Vince fills the hole in the roof of the fire truck. And yeah, fills, fills it with water. water. <laughs> Swamp Thing never thinks, I'll get out. <laughs> <laughs> Crack a window. <laughs> Next, Poe saves the bunny from a drain. All oh, them airtight fucking... <laughs> he probably would have died of oxygen anyway. Like, lack of oxygen. If it's airtight. <laughs> Next, Poe saves the bunny from a drain and he meets his daughter. He looks like a right fucking mess and his daughter is not impressed. Larkin says thank you and makes peace with Malloy. He was now completely over that guy who died. You know, his main force. Yeah, hey, fuck it. He's, he's done. And who got away with everything? Garland Green who is winning loads at a nearby casino because he's the real hero. And yes, you are correct. 
that fucking song plays. Fuck you, Leanne Rimes. I think the most genuine bit of acting is the daughter in this point. <laughs> Where she's, she's like, like oh, fuck that. right Get off. a shower. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. And then he's like, because she's like, take, take the bunny. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 don't no, worry no, about no, it. He's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Anything he says, I meant to get air caught. Yeah, because mm. that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Look do, at you. Do you, know, uh, do you know you didn't want to see me in prison because I didn't want my first impression to be me behind bars? Yeah. yeah. Look at all these dead people. <laughs> Look at look at look at I've just destroyed I, half of Las I did Vegas. This. <laughs> <laughs> I was on that plane. <laughs> Killed twenty people today. Yeah. I mean right. that. Right. Uh, fairly certain I broke my parole at some point <laughs> as well, because that's how it works. But that was that was that was Con Air, mate. That was Con Air. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell you now, bit of a dumpster fire. It is so The Rock. The Rock is a pretty simple story, which is good guys take over a cell for a good reason, a prison for a good reason. You have to send in even gooder guys to stop it, but some, there's some bad guys on the good guy side. It's a good story. You can read into it a lot, but it's not. It's about honour. Face Off, which is a film about people swapping faces, makes more sense than this film, and that's what hurts most. Mm. Conair's a great fun, but of the three films, it's the one that you have to suspend disbelief for most. Yeah. Because I still... Don't understand why he's on a plane. It, <laughs> it doesn't it, make sense because where he's going, he's there. It's that thing in the 90s, isn't it? A high-octane action movies set on a vehicle, whether it be a boat, a bus, a train, a plane. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's that thing. And it and it is, it is died a death now. Liam Neeson is the only one making these films anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? A, a, an action movie set predominantly on, a, on an aeroplane or on a whatever it is. And writers, I think, just back in the 90s and 80s, could, you could get away with anything. So the whole belief like this is Malloy just wants to kill him. They're criminals. They're, they're scum. He wants to end them. And the, they give the, the idea of Vince that he's a reformer. He wants everyone's worth saving. Malloy's plan is to shoot them over the desert. And then when they go over Las Vegas, it's too late. So he, they have to basically hope that they don't kill too many civilians when they land. It's, it's Nowadays, they'll be like, no, shoot the fucking jet down. Yeah, like, yeah. Soon as don't let it get anywhere at, near Vegas. At the beginning, when there's a bit of disturbance and you know they tell them, they're like, no, shoot it down. Mm. <laughs> I don't care if it's a little disturbance. Shoot it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. The char- None of the characters are... Their motives make sense, do they? Because you're right, even, even Vince at that point would be like, we have to take it down in the desert. Yeah. To save lives. Yeah. Innocent lives. Yeah. I don't know you could say the prison officer and everything, but one life doesn't save the Well, hundreds. that's it, because they've only got four at one point. I just think four people, like, like especially nowadays, in your action movie, like even if it was a superhero film, Iron Man would shoot that plane down. Superman, <laughs> Superman, be like, no, fuck it, you're coming down. <laughs> yeah, it's too much hard work. You're coming down. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's the strongest script or the most uh, sound story and most linear. It doesn't make sense. It, it, doesn't. it doesn't all add up. But it's it has fun. a lot of fun, oh, fun to it. Yeah, it's definitely fun. Whilst you need to, you need to basically accept you're not going to get solid right, and you're going to get sweaty men mm. barking lines like they're out of fucking testosterone party it's fun yeah it is fun and they don't make them like this anymore they don't and it's uh, I think I think genuinely the casting on this film is nearly spot on mm. I think everyone even from like Vince and his even one of the most underrated actors like Colin Meany who plays Malloy when he goes on these rants he's like oh he's probably saving the fucking rainforest or recycling his sandals or some shit they're still good lines delivered quite well I like and I think they've all got great chemistry I like Nicolas Cage I love my cage I love Malkovich, I think everyone's great in this film. Mm. The, the acting's not what let you down. It's the writing, which is piss poor. 
But we're not watching this film for his Ryan. We're watching it for his situations, which we know are going to be fantastic. Mm. The Ryan's exactly what you, what you expect. It's not an underrated gem, but it is a fun film. See, I, I don't know. I, I think to me, I agree with what you're saying, but to me, what <laughs> I look for in a film, one of the core things I need is for it to make sense. Yeah. I, you, do you know what I mean? I can see over bad acting, bad directing. I can see over like dodgy uh, scripts and, and lines, but, or, or special effects. Special effects really don't bother me. Like in this film, because I, I always go back to like, it's those nice. nice. Yeah. You, you had, they, these guys had to go first to pave the way for what we get nowadays, you know? So I don't look back at him and be like, oh, the effects are rubbish. It's good on them because they had to push visual effects. But I think, if your storyline is non-coherent or it doesn't, it it doesn't, you can't connect those dots. That to me is a real big red flag. Yeah, in the film. I'd agree with that. Yeah, um, and I'm not saying Connor does that. There, uh, yeah, there's the John Cusack thing where I'm not sure where he is at any one time. <laughs> That's brilliant, though. But but you know the whole like landing taking off and. Like you and I are talking about now, you go, oh, right, yeah, yeah, that's why they did that. You shouldn't need that yeah, in, you a, shouldn't. in an action You shouldn't need movie. someone else to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Because they've also seen the film twice this yeah. week and had to keep stopping the sign and go, what? I mean, it's, oh, sorry. it is a great 90s movie. It's a great action movie from 97. And, and and it's a time, you know, the last 100 episodes or so, we've kind of been focusing more on 90s movies than 80s movies. Mm. And um, it just, it is one of the greats, even for all its flaws. And it's fodder. It is still one of the greats. It's Connor. It is. It's, it's, it's a nice action film. It's part of the Holy Trinity and they are a Holy Trinity for a reason. Mm. They nearly defined and created action films and they did for the 90s. When we say 90s action films, we think of Speed. We think of The Matrix. But we think of Nicolas Cage in the summer where he went head dead with himself because mm. so Cage, mate. So Cage. Just one last question, mate. Um, Baby, definitely an answer. Completely. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> if we don't see you later, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Goodbye.